I'm recording. I am recording. Okay, let's just see what happens. You want to do the countdown? Sure. Go five Mississippi, four Mississippi, three, three Mississippi, two, two Mississippi, one, one Mississippi. Um, you know, I think we should just jump right into it today. Okay, let's do it. So yeah, today uh, we wanted to bring up the topic of, I guess you'd call phone addiction. Um, I feel like I've struggled finding like a good name to think about these topics because I don't know, phone addiction already paints it in kind of a tilted light. Yeah, that's the buzzword though. Right, yeah. that's the buzzword. So mm-hmm. um, it, the idea that, you know, maybe as a society we're using our phones too much or or addicted to technology or that kind of thing. Um, is that the best way to describe it? Yeah, I, I think it's very well put. So I don't know. It seems it seems like there's a few differing opinions here. Um, you even read a book about it, which I'm very interested to hear about. Um, what What's kind of your, I don't know, one one minute take about this? What's the elevator pitch here? Yeah, I mean, so the book itself, it's called How to Break Up with Your Phone. And I've, I've had a couple of different friends read it and tell me it was it was good and worthwhile. So it's it's not a long read, and it, it is good. Obviously, it's going in with a, a perspective. So I'd say the first half of the book is kind of walking you through sort of why this is almost a problem or why people tend to use their phones too much, um, them being so readily available, and all the reasons why that is maybe not a good thing. And then the latter half of the book focuses on why, you know, different solutions, different things to try to kind of restructure, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't, the the book, the title of the book is a little misleading and it addresses that, how it's not suggesting you like throw out your phone, but it, it's the the metaphor of like how to break up with your phone, right? The idea of like breaking up with somebody, it's the, the it kind of plays on the idea of restructuring the relationship you have with your phone so that you're more empowered and in control of it versus maybe falling prey to just habits that kind of spin out of control, right? Where you maybe you're using your phone before bed too much, or you're, you're out of sheer boredom. You're just, you get in the habit of checking your phone for that kind of shot of dopamine. So I think those are a couple examples of the, maybe some of the, the issues side of things. Yeah, I kind of liked what you were uh, just digging into a little bit there. The idea of taking control of mm-hmm. yourself or controlling your, I don't know, natural habits. I think people, um, yeah. given given certain situation, might find themselves falling into similar situations, right? It could be really easy to, to like you said, you know, find you get this little dopamine hit, like this feels good, so I want to do it more. Um, just like any kind of addiction, like you, you kind of fall into that slowly and then quickly. Right. Um, I could see how it could be easy if you feel like you're starting to lose control with a habit like using your phone that you might, um, I don't know, pretty quickly realize that you're, you've gone too far. Yeah, definitely. So I don't know this. Uh, I think the one of the big issues that we should talk about is like, is this is this really a problem? How widespread is this? Like in your experience, the the, you know, circles you hang out in, like, do you think 
you know, like, I don't know your, your take on the average American, which I don't know, maybe, I don't know if, you know, we live in a bubble in kind of a technology area. So maybe it's not, um, the most accurate reading of the, I don't know, American population or whatever the world population at large. Um, but what's your thought? Do you think this is a, is this like a clickbait headline, you know, trying to get on the bestseller book list, Mm -hmm. um, trying to like jump into a, a thing that people are going to be excited about, but isn't really an issue. Is it, is it over inflated or is this a real, is this a real problem? Yeah. I, I mean, I think it varies from person to person, just like a lot of stuff like this. I think some people, and maybe you're a good example of this, somebody who I think has feels like they have a good balance. I know we've talked about this before and, you know, I don't think you see yourself as somebody who has a problem with, you know, overusing their phone. Um, I think like, you know, I can speaking for myself, I I find there's certain cases where I'd like to see myself use my phone less. And I think I've gotten a little better at that where it's, you know, the things that I don't like are when you just you don't intend to use your phone. Maybe like maybe you get home from work and you're laying on the couch and you 45 minutes go by and you've been like scrolling Reddit or Instagram or something. And, you know, afterwards that just, that for some people, if you're getting a lot of value out of that and you're just cherishing that time then there's no problem right but i think for a lot of people you know that doesn't really add a lot of value to their life or they're not like excited to have used that time that way it just kind of time flies by and for me i'd rather be spending time with my dog or reading a book or doing doing other things with my time i don't intend intentionally mean to use that time for that and so that's that's what's kind of disconcerting to me and i think for a lot of people when they're the biggest issue is just whenever there's kind of that that one moment of of downtime or boredom the instinct to just to just hit your phone up um is i do kind of notice that as being a little bit of a problem and i noticed that being a problem for myself when i'd be driving and i'd get to a stoplight and i'd be i would be bored right and i would kind of like check my phone or change the song and it was like whoa this is this is a little much right yeah, I, I really like what you said about it's not like um, in the example you gave about, you know, accidentally spending 45 minutes on your phone. And I think mm-hmm. there might even be a better distinction here that it's not the phone that you're addicted to, because that almost implies like it's only the phone. But I think it's just like general Internet addiction. Um, it just so happens yeah. that in the, you know, in the modern age of the Internet, most of that is happening on a phone yeah. or it's always just with you. So if you're out and about, then you you always have it with you. But I think if you're at home, you could be just as likely, you know, addicted to looking through something on your TV or, or using a laptop or whatever. It doesn't, you know, it's not so specifically the phone, but it's just this influx of media and information. But that's exactly why the phone gets kind of targeted and singled out as the problem is because it is so convenient. It is so portable. It is always with you for most people. And that just the the increased accessibility of it means that you're that much more likely to 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 kind of to use it um, and to overuse it. And so this may be kind of a good transition into uh, the this latter half of the book where they talk about some of the solutions because one of the top suggestions and the book is the book is very critical of like social media apps. It, it kind of refers to to those in a category of applications as like junk food apps and so one of the top recommendations for the book i think it was one of the first you know steps they recommend is that you delete your social media 
accounts off of your phone. And they were, you know, they were explicit that they're not necessarily telling you to go and deactivate all your accounts. They're just saying, look, remove them from your phone. You'll still have them. You can still, you know, log into a browser and use them, but you're so much less likely to, you know, in that moment of boredom, just whip out your phone without even thinking about it. And, you know, again, accidentally spend 30 minutes kind of scrolling through Instagram, which again, just to be clear, is not a problem for everybody, but that is something that I think is helpful in terms of uh, curbing that, that habit. I don't know. Maybe I think actually, I think I'm just following all the wrong accounts on Instagram and maybe that's a good thing (laughs) now that I think about it. You know, like I don't, I don't think my Instagram feed is particularly well curated. (laughs) Yeah. And I just never did a very good job. Like, Oh, I use it or log in or look like it's like, but it, but I scroll a few times and I'm like, I don't even, I don't know these people and this is not really that good. <laughs> so that I, I'm just offering this as another solution uh, to people as well. If you want to just follow like, I don't know, some really boring uh, stuff or really like funny. Um, stuff that you don't really care about, try following <laughs> things like that. I don't know why that's so funny to me. That's um, so good. It's, it's true. Like I, like I have Instagram's on my home screen and I'll open it and I'll scroll a few times and then I'll just, I, I guess I get bored of that and I'd rather that, is so funny rather, um, rather not um, all right so let so, me rifle through some of these, yeah some of these other uh, solutions yeah these suggestions um for those of you who are interested uh and maybe are curious about maybe cutting down or seeing if some of these sound good to you i'm just going to kind of rifle through them and you give me your take one by one um one of them which kind of relates what we've been talking about so we just said delete social media apps that's one idea mm-hmm. the second one almost sounds a little bit more like a middle ground which is uh creating a sp- moving all of your sort of like junk food apps off of your main screen and potentially even putting them in a, a separate folder. And so again, it just creates a, an extra little barrier uh, where you'd have to go through. I'm sure, you know, for somebody who's highly addicted, they're going to work around that and just click into the folder. Um, it's just like when you set those like time limits on your phone, if you're Look, if you're determined, you're just going to bypass it every time, right? And Yep. But um, that is that is an idea. And again, it's just a way to kind of create another little barrier to entry. Uh, maybe it makes it a little bit less likely you'll just be clicking in all the time. I like that one um, yeah. for, the, for the person who has a very slight addiction. Maybe, maybe that <laughs> yeah, could be right. just enough deterrent to, you know, yeah. look at the home screen and, I don't know, just not click on it or something. Or maybe it's even enough to just remind you that you're trying to use it less, you know? Yeah. Like you put, maybe the name of the folder is like a, an emoji. That's like a warning sign or something, you know? So you've got a little <laughs> reminder in there, like, don't click this. A skull and crossbones. Yeah. Cause it's icon. not like, like you said, if you really want to do it, you're going to do it. But yeah, yeah I like skull and crossbones, you know, death, <laughs> um, poison. Um, it's just something so that when you see it, maybe you take a second thought and say, do you know, think to yourself, is this really what I want to be doing with my time right now? Well, that's very interesting you say that and the way you put it, because another one of the suggestions is that you set your lock screen to like be an image of like a note you take, like on a sticky note. And I can't remember the exact phrasing suggestion. I think it was like it was some kind of mindfulness reminder of like, do you want to be doing this? Or it, it wasn't as obnoxious as that, but it was something like it was meant to be. A reminder that when you sort of unlock your phone, maybe mindlessly, there's just a quick reminder of like, 
should you be doing this right now? Like, what do you want to be doing right now? Or something like that, just to kind of be a little check to catch yourself. If you are in the habit of just opening it out of sheer boredom, that might kind of, uh, you know, break the spell a little bit and, and you'd be like, Oh, well, no, actually I, I should go read a book or whatever, do whatever you want to do. But just, uh, that, that's funny. Cause you basically got to that on your own. Yeah. I, I like that too. Um, it kind of reminded me of the thing you said earlier, which was that you'd rather be reading a book or playing with your dog, right? So those were the two examples you gave. And I think with this whole thing, it's, it seems to me more important to focus on the on the positive of what you should be doing and less so on the negative of what you shouldn't be doing because sure, it's yeah. one thing to just say, oh, I want to look at Instagram less, but you need to be like, I think, proactive about, I want to be doing these other things more, or at least that's the way my brain works. I'm I don't want to be saying, oh, just don't do this thing because I'll probably fill it with something else, like also yeah. not as helpful, you know, like, oh, I'll instead of looking at Instagram, I'll just take a nap, right? Well, that's not really what I want to spend my time doing either. Like I want to be, I don't know, reading seems like a pretty good option. Um, yeah, that's a good point. And then, and even to then is like, is the problem the phone or is the problem like the, the <clears throat> is the problem the phone or is the problem the like media consumption in which case is it okay to read a book on your phone? Yeah. And the whole, the larger question of like media consumption, let's come back to that. Cause I think that is an, a conversation worth having um, that goes kind of beyond the, the phone aspect of it. Yeah. Like what you said about junk food apps. Like I think the junk food apps are the problem, not the phone. So maybe, I don't know, this is maybe another strategy, but do you swap? Like, let's say you keep the, I don't know, Instagram app, in the t- in the bottom left corner of your phone screen, swap it mm-hmm. out for the Kindle app, right? And so when your instinct is to tap on that icon, instead of opening Instagram, open open Kindle and read a book. Yeah, I mean that's 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 the idea is to kind of put the I think they call them they like categorize apps into like th- I think it was three sections. One was like tools, which is like your messenger, right? Like your like that might be an example of that as well. Um, but kind of like the hardier useful apps that you know maybe even like weather and things like that whereas like the i think it even categorized like a news under like junk food apps which is i guess debatable but yeah it, it kind of puts that social media those kinds of things on on you know just off of your home screen right that's the idea um and then the another uh very like this is one of the other really big recommendations was disable notifications right and that could either be the extreme of like turning off notifications altogether. You know, I guess you could just put on do not disturb mode if you wanted um, or just cutting down on which apps are pinging you. And the idea there is is just like, again, when you think about we started the conversation about the goal being to kind of retake control over the relationship you have with your phone and you're dictating when you use your phone, not it kind of pinging out and reaching out for uh, attention necessarily, right? Like distracting you. So that that's one I really like. And I, I, I do use do not disturb mode a lot. And I think that one is uh, a big deal. And I, I know they emphasized it heavily. Yeah. I think that's a great one because that's obviously that's your, that's a feature on your phone that is designed specifically to suck you back in yeah. every time something happens. And I think there's even yeah. like algorithms, like smart algorithms in there that are, that are like monitoring how much, especially in some of these junkier junk food apps, 
like Facebook is noticing you haven't opened the app for two days and they have somebody has a metric inside Facebook that's a you know a spreadsheet that their like salary is dependent on making sure that there's some level of engagement that people come back into the app X number of times per day and whatever they can do, whatever clever ways they can come up with to kind of like suck you back in is like right. creating more value for the company. You're seeing more ads. They're making more money. Um, they're happy. You're not happy. Um, right. But you know, that's like, it is designed specifically for that. So in or- just to disable that altogether and say, look, I'm not going to get notifications from these, this set of news apps, um, you know, Instagram, Facebook, whatever, like you can go check how many likes you got on your own time. I think that's great. I think that's actually one of like the things that, that is maybe the best. Like if I was to pick two things to suggest to somebody, it would be to delete social media apps and disable notifications, or at least cut down on the notifications you allow. I think that will get you really far actually. Yep. Um, and then, so moving on from there. Oh yeah. I kind of like this one too, actually. There's a, so there's a couple, these two are kind of similar and I'll just give them to you both. So one of them is, is uh, change where you charge it. That's like the little tagline. So it's like the idea is that like it, it would maybe, uh, I don't know how, this would be a tricky one. The idea is that you kind of charge your phone outside of your room so that you're less likely to just go right to your phone the first thing when you wake up, um, as well as uh, kind of cutting, avoiding using it before bed. Um, this one, this one is, I like the idea of it. I just feel like it'd be hard because I like turn off my lights with my phone before I go to bed. I like double check, make sure I use my alarm for my phone. Yeah. But I, I wish there was a better way for me to use it. Cause I, I almost, I actually don't like how I have to open my phone and like squint my eyes and I'm doing all this like right before I go to bed. It's the last thing I do. It's, it doesn't seem good. Even with the screen being dim and like more orange toned and whatnot. Right. Yeah. So I've, I've experimented with this one. Um, okay, really? so it, I didn't charge it in a different room, but I charged it across the room, like on the dresser. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so it was, I mean, I think it's effectively the same thing. You, you have to get up to go get it. Right. Um, sure. and the, um, the solution I had to some of those issues was, um, being able to do everything from the Apple watch. So you can turn the lights off. You can okay. um, yeah. set an alarm with the Apple watch. So it's still where the watch and, but then I put it on do not disturb and, um, they have a thing that like theater mode, which basically makes it so it won't light up. So it won't light up and it won't get notifications. I set those and then right before bed. And it's not like you're going to scroll through Instagram on your watch. That's just not a, not a thing. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not a, it's not that type of device. Like it is a notification device, but not really a, I don't know, media consumption by any means. You're not reading, you're not going to accidentally end up in Reddit on a watch, um, so it makes, yeah, it makes for a really good, really good, like night mode device. And you still hmm. get, you still get notifications or if you want to check them, you can like, or if, um, you can set up like the same do not disturb things. So like if an emergency happens and a, um, specified person calls you, like you could still let those calls go through to the watch. Um, yeah. so you still have that kind of, I don't know. I, I sometimes have a fear of like, you know, if, if something important happens and your phone is like across the room or like on silent is, you know, is someone mm-hmm. trying to, is a, is a friend like stranded on the side of the road and needs you to come pick them up or something. I don't know. Yeah. That, which never, never happens. And now you can just call an Uber and it's fine, but you know, that's, that's an outdated idea. Yeah. 
I'm just I was just thinking about how I never really thought about the watch as being that being kind of an advantageous part of the watch where you know we talked about like the apps maybe being in different categories right and and yeah I mean all the most of or all of the watch apps would be considered tools right they're they're really u- utility based and that's that's really cool yep. so check the weather like the, you turn off the lights it's a yeah. little remote control you know yeah I I wouldn't I didn't never thought of it explicitly like that so I'm glad you brought that up um and then the other the other suggestion which is in the same vein I think is uh, says no phone zone right and so it gives a couple <laughs> examples like the dinner table uh in the bedroom which i like both of those i mean i don't have like a traditional i don't have like a family where we sit down for dinner but like i th- that's a good example of one you could see how you could get behind um and i do like that idea though kind of carving out like hey you know this is time for this and just being kind of explicit about that like i i like to do that when i if i'm watching if i'm sitting down to watch a movie with somebody it's like movie time it's not like you know you don't have your phone sitting in your lap kind of buzzing and like texting it's like no like it's a really it's a fun experience for me and i i i think it is kind of easy to get sucked out of it with distractions like that so um that's just an example for me that i kind of appreciate and but i i I don't know does that appeal to you at all do you do you see yourself doing that yeah i think we follow the same um movie time thing like if we're gonna watch a movie which is kind of interesting though because it's again like back to this media consumption thing like let's let's stop consuming this media so that we can focus on consuming this other media right yeah but you know the see again we get back to this idea of like i don't think this book is making an argument that consuming media is bad or that screen time is necessarily bad that's you know that's another I think topic worth having, but the idea, I think I would argue that, you know, if you watching movies is not necessarily a bad thing, you know, you're sitting down, you're con- kind of consuming the story, you're, you know, experiencing, a, you know, assuming it's a, <laughs> a good movie, you know, you're experiencing a range of emotion and, you know, there's critical thought, you know, in some movies and whatnot. And so I, I think that's, I don't think that's a, the, uh, like a bad kind of junk foodie experience necessarily. I think, the part of the issue with phones that the book is kind of arguing is that it's about this kind of uh, kind of neurotic like attention span issue where you're just you're you're kind of multitasking all the time. Your phone never leaves your side. You know, you're you're checking it all the time, whether you're having a conversation with somebody or whether you're at work, um, and then that kind of jars your ability to to ha- hold your attention span when it comes time to watch a movie or read a book right yeah yeah totally i mean i think um movies are almost closer to books in that way yeah and i think wasn't one of the things we talked about before like like wasn't the question like do you even have trouble do you have difficulty watching an entire movie yeah you and you and i have talked about that before yeah and i think that's kind of interesting to me because i've never i've never had trouble finishing a movie and i love to just get sucked in and and do that or even reading a book same way like just you know if i i don't read too often but when i do um i don't really have trouble like focusing on that um yeah so yeah i I totally see that like it's it's this there's this entire range just like there's a range of like apps that are utilities and functional tools versus apps that are this kind of junk food um surface level entertainment like there's trash tv too that you can just feel like you wasted your time and then there's like high quality cinema right like you've got this full range of like 
I don't know when you when you look back how will you feel about the time that you spent you know like and when you were watching the Criterion collection you know like you feel like you're being introduced to new ideas and you know you're you're becoming more cultured as a human being right or when you're reading the Iliad and the Odyssey you know like you're this is like a you're gonna look back and think that's a great way to spend my time Um, but when I look back at like I don't know reading a comic book or something or I don't know what's the what's the book equivalent of you know a um trashy romance novels yeah you know depending on what you're into like i think what this is all about is you want to you want to spend time on what you want to spend time on right we have a finite amount of time here and if you you know you want to look back and think i spent my time on the right things right i i spent it doing what i wanted and if you're if you're looking back and regretting your choices then that's when you feel like you have a problem well, and I want to say, too, like, I think there's a time, like, I, I don't think it's necessarily bad to, like, watch, like, be in a mood where you want to watch trash TV or read, like, a, you know, a, a more casual book or or, or whatnot or watch, like, a, a goofy comedy or something. Whatever, like, you don't always have to be watching, like, Ken Burns documentaries, right, to feel good about yourself. Like, there's a time to do that just like there's a time to use instagram i think and for it to be okay the problem i think that the again the 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 book is arguing or that i i kind of see it is when it gets kind of out of control where you're you're not explicitly setting time aside to do that necessarily and you don't really you're using your phone more than you want to or or to such an extent or in situations where it's not even making you feel good, right? Like, so maybe you're a little bored and you're, you know, jumping to like a news app before bed because you're, because you're just bored and kind of killing time. And now you're stressed out and you've been staring at a screen and that's maybe not the best thing to do right before you go to bed as an example. So I, I just think the fact that again, phones being with you all the time, being so accessible where you have the internet in your pocket all the time it's 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 a it's very powerful it's a lot of information it's ultimate you know infinite information at your fingertips and i think it 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 makes sense that it's easy to get carried away with that right and and i think that's just something that does worth thought and i think some people i seem to kind of roll with that better whereas i think but i think it's a it's i'm a conversation worth having and there are trends that kind of suggest that there are implications for certain people that are not great. Right. Yeah. Um, I've been, I've been trying out, um, that new Apple news, uh, Apple news plus whatever thing they you know, okay. they have like the free trial. Um, and so I've been trying to switch some of my time that I would spend like reading Twitter or looking through Twitter to be reading magazines instead. And I think that kind of, I don't know. I mean, there's obviously just like we said before, there's trashy magazines and there's like, you know, science journals and, you know, other things that are more, maybe something I would rather spend time on. But, um, given that I choose kind of the right, you know, interesting magazines that are something I might want to read. Um, so far I found it kind of like a cool thing to be spending time on reading, I don't know, reading more like journalism and, and well-written articles more so than just like you know, tweets and, and random posts from blogs and things like that. Yeah. It's kind of interesting, similar, I don't know, interesting take, like kind of trying to divert some of that time spent onto what hopefully is like higher quality content. Yeah. And you know, you and I 
struggled a little bit to prep for this episode. You know, I hope it, you know, I, I feel like sometimes when we were discussing it up front or I hope that it didn't come across as too like judgy, right. Um, or kind of dictating, here's what you should do. So I don't, I don't know what to do with that, but I, I do, I do, I do think different people kind of experience this as a problem and some people don't. And I, I yeah. think one of the challenges is it's kind of hard to know causally if it's a problem or not i think that's something we didn't really get into but i think it's i think it can be a little tricky to know if you have a problem or not right it's like okay you can look at statistics like i check my you know maybe you check your phone 60 times a day okay like maybe you, i think <laughs> it's like is that good or bad i don't i don't know it's it's hard to know um you know if your phone is stressing you out or affecting your attention span i mean you could try to notice trends and things but you know obviously most people use their phones all the time so it's kind of hard but i guess that's that's part of what the book is 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 proposing is that to do kind of experiments and see what feels good and so part of what the the solution or part of what they suggest is doing this weekend where it's like a cold turkey weekend right it's kind of like a reset where um you i think it's 24 hours maybe it's 48 hours i think it's 24 hours where you're not supposed to do any screens and i think it's actually an interesting experiment i would i'd be curious to do this um so they you know there's like a list of suggestions like letting people know obviously ahead of time that you're not going to be available (laughs) and you know maybe you maybe you make a thing of it and get like an airbnb somewhere in like the countryside or something but the idea is that like yeah you Maybe if you want to do it with somebody, you play board games or you write in a journal or you don't do anything, right? You just kind of enjoy uh, the stillness. And supposedly, it's it's pretty amazing how fast your your attention span and your ability to kind of roll with that comes back for what it's worth. That's good to know that it's a recoverable illness. Yeah. <laughs> so would you ever try that? Um, yeah, I'd try that. I mean, I think I've done, I've done similar things. Um, more it's more when um you find yourself in a in a place like on a vacation that doesn't have cell reception um like we went to marfa one time and the place we were staying in had almost no no signal so there was really no point to try to use your phone because right it just wasn't uh it was connecting so slowly right um or like on a road trip or something you know and you're in the passenger seat and you're driving through a dead spot in the middle of arkansas or something um and then all you have to do is, you know, like maybe, maybe you can listen to the radio, but you know, that's about, that's about it, you know, and talk to the person in the car. Right. Yeah. Um, so I think there's been a few times where, you know, maybe I guess, um, for long enough spans of time where you start to, you know, get a little more in touch with your, um, I don't know, your human, human caveman side. I don't know. Um, yeah, it probably feels pretty good too. Right. Feels, feels fine. I think. Honestly, I feel like I just ended up with a lot of questions like how how far away is the sun from the earth? And then it'll be like, oh, I could just look that up. And then um, and then I can't, you know, because the Internet doesn't work. And then I'm just left curious and I don't know the answers to basic questions that I would like to Google. Sounds agonizing. It's terrible. Um, I had two other ideas that just kind of popped up. Um, okay. One, we talked about the Apple Watch a little bit as like a before bed device or a while sleeping device that kind of thing mm-hmm. um and it's really good for that i think the apple watch is also really good for and i think we've talked about this maybe before but it's really good for being able to 
feel comfortable not being near your phone at all for like long right. periods of time. So a lot of times I'll find myself when I get home, um, get home from work, I'll just put my phone on the table and I might not touch it the rest of the evening. I mean, I might be using other devices like a laptop or an iPad or the TV or other things. It's not like I'm not using technology, but I, right. I don't feel like I need to be tethered to my phone because I'm going to miss something or whatever. Any important notification is going to come into the wrist and, you know, just, you see that kind of in your, you feel it, give a little tap and then you just see the kind of gist of the notification. Oh, this is a text from somebody. I can worry about that later. Um, but it's just nice to be able to kind of, I don't know, not feel like you have to be constantly checking it. Um, and I think in some ways that could make things worse because it's always on your, you, it's even harder to separate yourself from it because it's always on your wrist. But if you're, if you are good at that, it's a, it's a way to not be using your phone as much. Yeah. I love it. I, I honestly had never thought of it in that way. And I, I think you maybe mentioned something like that in previous episodes, but given the conversation today, I, I feel like I appreciate that more as a potential benefit. Yeah. And then what that made me think of was this future of AR glasses, which we've obviously talked a lot about, but how yeah. is that a, an extension of that same concept in a, in a better way or a worse way? Because not only are you now always connected, just like with the watch, you know, like you can't really escape it. I mean, I'm sure you can take them off, but if you're just, imagine you're just wearing these glasses all day, if notifications and things are just popping up in front of your vision, like literally Uh, obstructing your view. um, I mean, who knows, because this is not a a product that is really on the market yet. So we don't know what this interface is going to look like or how, how these things are going to come in, but you know, will will it, basically will it be designed in a way that is tasteful and unobtrusive, such that you feel like you don't need your phone, or you know, like things happen in your periphery, or you're kind of like just lightly made aware of it. You know, like does a small little red dot just show up in the corner that is, you know, letting you know that you have something to look at, or is it like, you know, is it like the Jaws poster from Back to the Future Two where sharks are jumping out in front of your face? Um, you know, depending on how they handle that, I could see a world where it's, it's nice that you don't really use your phone anymore. And it's kind of this ambient computing in your life. Um, and I can also see a world where it's much worse. Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of pessimistic about it. I I feel like it's just going to be another like lowered barrier to like, yeah, you're, you don't even have, yeah, your phone's in your pocket, right? So it's so easy to pull it out and use it. It's like, it's going to be now it's just on your face okay, like so let, all the time. Well, let me give you like an example. So yeah. what if, let, imagine an AR app that is Instagram, okay? But instead of like notifications popping up in your face, what it does is it puts your friend's photos into picture frames on your walls, right? Okay. So you just can live in your house and you just walk up to the wall and you see updated, constantly updated photos of things that people that you know are doing as if they were printed out in, in frames on your wall, Mm -hmm. you know? So that's like an example of something very ambient and like unobtrusive. And yeah, you can walk up and you can double tap on the frame and to like it. And maybe you can swipe up and, and it'll scroll up and you can see comments. Um, and then when you walk away, when you come back 30 minutes later, uh, there's a new photo in the frame. Yeah. Right. An ad. And yeah, an ad for, you know, (laughs) for whatever, I don't know what it, they're going to sell you the, the same stuff, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, I see what you're saying, and I'm uh-huh. sure there would be tasteful ways to to use them. 
I that's just a, that's I, a good app idea. We should, we should that build is, that. That is a really good app idea on the fly for sure. Yeah, that's really good. Save that um, one. Can you edit that out? Can you bleep out all the good words so that I can, <laughs> can keep that one? That's sure, a million dollar idea. That, yeah, there's not that many, so I'll cut that one out. Bleep bleep. Um, I think that's about all I, I have know. to say about this thing. Yeah. Okay. I mean, this is a this is a big topic, and we're it's a big obviously topic, not yeah. going to get into um every every little bit of it today but um, sure i think that was pretty good we hit some hit yeah. some key points yeah we hit the we hit the beats we wanted to um yeah it's good good times okay <laughs> i think it's good oh um, yeah a little i mean that's a hard t- i think it's a hard topic we've it's the, it is is that I think the we third did time job. we've did it we've done it no second second, second okay yeah yeah I'm going to edit out the Harry Potter thing. I don't want to lose half our fan base. Yeah. 